0: Welcome to Allison's Wonderland. I'm your host, Allison Packard. Join us as we journey through the looking glass and down the rabbit hole into the wild and wonderful world of animation and video games. Hey, do a girl a favor and please subscribe to this podcast and go on iTunes and leave us a good review. If you like the show, please help spread the word. It really helps us to get heard by more people. Thanks so much. Welcome back to part two of my interview with Ryan Green, music producer, sound engineer, and all around great guy. Thank you so much for tuning into Allison's Wonderland. Let's get right to it. And what it, a gift to have a career where you get to use your art and use your soul.
1: Well, that's the uplifting part. <laughs> I could be behind the, the console and working on a song and doesn't matter what's happening outside of that room when you're in there and you're focused and it's like you could feel it in your soul Mm -hmm. or, you know, being at Nickelodeon, I'm dyslexic. So reading has always been a challenge. Mm -hmm. How amazing is it that, uh, you have the best voice actors in the world reading you a story. (laughs) So I'm not just engineering. I'm like, 100 percent invested in yeah what is what is being said at all times uh-huh. and there are times where i just want to go to the end of the script and see how it fin- how it plays out so i li- i'm i'm listening but i'm really like absorbing everything and then the uh even when uh it's different in uh different intent where voice director may say something Mm -hmm. and the talent will be like, Oh, okay and they'll give another three reads and you're going, Oh my gosh, well this totally makes sense. Bless you. Does that mean somebody's thinking about you?
0: Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that before.
1: I don't know. I just thought I'd throw that <laughs> That's out That's amazing. There. <laughs> somebody's thinking about me on this
0: lovely Saturday.
1: It is a beautiful Saturday. How
0: are you doing with tea, by the way? Do you need
1: some more? I'm doing good. I'm almost there.
0: Okay, take me back. Okay, we're kind of bouncing around from music to video, but it's all sort of interconnected. 100%. Um, I'm just picturing, like, the punk rock scene, and, like, you uh, were <laughs> no effects, and, you know, yeah. and just pivotal, kind of helped define that sound in the, of skater punk in the 90s. Like, what was that experience like?
1: I went into it. Well, it was interesting, because I, I met Brett Gerwitz, who was the uh, guitar player for Bad Religion at EMI, Okay. So.
0: Oh, great. So we're we're just picking right back up where we left off.
1: Right? (laughs) Like we do. Yeah, like we do. (laughs) And uh, uh, I did three songs for Bad Religion, and Brett walked out of the studio, came back in and asked me if, uh, if I would be interested in doing records. It was like, this is the best thing our band's ever done. I have this little record label. I would like to hook you up with some bands. And I was like, absolutely. So... Three weeks later, I'm in the studio with the, the band No Effects. Is this a new job, or is this in conjunction with in your... In conjunction. Oh, okay. So what I did with EMI was I worked... Um, you know, I was doing a little bit of touring with uh, um, an artist named Jack Wagner.
0: So does that mean so, helping to record on tour? What exactly that So I was, was mixing like?
1: front of house.
0: Mixing. Okay. So everything wow. was...
1: Uh, it, it was all a mixing. hmm Interesting. And... My deal with uh, EMI was I will. um, I was hired as chief engineer and studio manager. So if I was unable to engineer, I could bring in one of my friends to cover my job. I will still studio manage. I will just do it from afar.
0: Mm, That's convenient. So
1: when and it was a deal I set up uh, with uh, Pat Lucas, and she was amazing. Like the first time that uh, that I met. Her, she was, um, she was very real. She was running the West Coast office. So it was very, very easy to talk with her and, and really negotiate what, uh, what I wanted to do Mm -hmm. in my career Mm -hmm. and really, she really understood it and allowed me to go off and, you know, go on tour for a week or two, or do this or do that. So I just took that and moved that into doing records. Mm. So Brett hired Amazing. me to work with No Effects, and I didn't know anything about the genre. Mm. Brett what gave kind me of music were
0: you listening to at that time?
1: Cheap uh, Trick, Aerosmith, Bob okay. Crew. I mean, all Mont Mont the rock. all the rock, like really heavy. You know, Infinity. all the rock stuff. Okay. And uh, Brett gave me a couple of their past records, and you know, uh, was like, oh, okay, great. And just went into it and I just I didn't want to have any preconceived notions. I just wanted to go into it fresh.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: What is the span? Let's see you know, we'll figure it out together.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's
1: what we did. And uh did uh the first record for uh they've already had many records out before the one that I did, but uh when we finished it, because we did 17 songs in 14 days. Produced, engineered, and mixed. That's pump,
0: uh, pump punk uh, and, and trouble. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Fun to say. Yes, and uh, uh, when I listened to it, and when it was done, and after it was mastered, I thought my career was over. Why and is that? Because I, it was the worst sounding thing I've ever done in my life. Oh my god. It was i just did not think it sounded good i was really upset and next thing you know it blows up huge record and then fat records and uh and mike called me to do another record and another record and wow. uh, the one of the i think the funniest stories like the where you talk about paths where uh, francis buckley was uh, the chief engineer for MCA music. And France was working with Glenn Ballard, who was a producer uh, writer. And Francis calls me one day and says, Glenn would like to know if you would come over and learn the room. He goes, uh, Francis goes, I'm going out to work with Quincy. Glenn really wants to keep things in the family. Would like you to come over and engineer uh, this project that he's working on. Didn't say any name. And uh, I said, I would love to, I'm going out to do a record right now, but I'll be back in 10 days. It's great. No problem. So I go do the record, come back. I'm back at EMI. I call Francis I was like, okay, let's, you know, let's set up a time next week. Great. Next week is perfect. And uh, I get another call from fat records to do another band. Mm. And uh, I call Francis. I'm like, I'm going to be gone for another 10 days. And he goes, okay, we still have time. Come back. And then I get another call oh, from, from Mike to do another record. So about a year later, listening to the radio and this artist uh, uh, is all over the radio. It's a... Bit of a big record, you know, the a Little Pill record.
0: Oh, from, wow. Yeah. Oh, uh, my gosh.
1: said, Morissette. And,
0: wow. That uh, is just so much of my youth right there, that one little
1: record. So <laughs> I went out and I finally bought the record. Uh-huh. And I'm looking at the credits because I kept hearing songs. And, oh, the writing style sounds so familiar. Yeah. And then I look on the credits and it was uh, written by, you know, you know, we're co-written by Glenn Ballard. And I was like, okay, that's why it sounds wow. so familiar. Because I recognize, you know, Glenn's writing style. And then I'm looking at the credits and I look at the engineer and I'm like, I don't recognize that that name. And I look under the special thanks and it's Francis Buckley. So I call Francis. and I was like, what's the deal? I thought that, uh, I mean, you normally engineer and mix everything that Glenn does. He goes, well, you remember when we were trying to get you over to the house to engineer, oh. and I said yes. He goes, "It was for that."
0: They project. couldn't say. No. Wow.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so you know, I that was my my one. Well there was a couple of them but that was like one of the things that there was just a, a little bit of a a, a miss yeah. that I could have uh, engineered missed that one but <laughs> you know but it all but it's it funny how things work out yeah because everything else that I've done after that so there's never any regret it was just like well that happened but look at this path on and, to the and, next uh, yeah.
0: Hey, guys, this is Allison Packard. Sorry to interrupt, but I just wanted to let you know that if you like the show, please, please, please remember to subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps us to get heard by more people. Thanks so much. So uh, you have a studio right now that you work out of. I do. Talk to us a little bit about your studio and your current projects.
1: Nick has become my full time job and.
0: Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I <was just> like, <laughs> Not man, no, Nickelodeon. It, I was Nickelodeon. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be clear. <laughs> um, uh, I always mentioned to Justin that if my, uh, music job ever got in the way of the Nickelodeon job, I will bow out of the music. That's how invested I am working at Nickelodeon oh, wow. and, and the people that I work with. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And, So far, it has not. But I felt that it was time for me to uh, pull back a little bit. Evolve
0: into the new...
1: Exactly. Yeah. So I closed my studio uh, down in North Hollywood Mm -hmm. uh, at the beginning of uh, 2022. Yeah, that's about right. Mm -hmm. And uh, ended up building a mix room. Mm -hmm. And... The the intent of that room is I only want to work with people that I enjoy. Mm. Not saying that I don't enjoy everyone
0: but, <laughs> on some level, but uh,
1: but, uh, but the the projects have to go into it where um, it's high energy. People are great. We're having fun all the time. Yeah. If it's not fun or if it becomes a chore, yeah. I don't want to be a part of it. Yeah. So nice, empowered. It, and I love it. It mm. is fantastic. Every every time I walk into my studio, I feel charged. Mm. Uh, clients that come out love the vibe. Mm. It's um, uh, it is literally my my dream my dream studio mm. because it's convenient. The people that I have coming in, and I love working with new artists. Yeah. So if, uh, if anybody from my past, we have the opportunity to work together again, then uh, it will have to all be worked around my schedule at Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. But right now I have 56 songs to mix, um, working with people that I haven't worked with before. Some I have. Uh, Some of those uh, 56 songs, some of them I'm producing engineering mixing, Mm, some of them I'm just mixing, mixing. and I haven't gone out to look for any of it. It all just came right when I finished my studio. Uh So is it luck or is it my path?
0: I'm going to go with your path.
1: I (laughs) would be with you. Cheers to to that. (laughs) Great. So my path led me here.
0: I know. I'm so excited. This is beautiful. Thank you. This is our oh the hair light went out again for a single week. It's It's something with that light. It was taped to the ceiling (laughs) and falling off on my desk. And now it's just shutting off. So I don't know what your deal is, Keylight. But yeah, I mean, you have such good energy from the minute I met you. You made me feel, I, I remember at the time we were dealing with like a Source Connect issue that was very stressful. Usually, especially somebody who's had a home studio since pre COVID where They expect you to never, things to never go wrong. I think with the advent of COVID and more actors that didn't have home studios being then asked to engineer, there's maybe a little bit more understanding and compassion for voice actors. But for me, those that, you know, having any kind of tech issue where I'm not the most technically inclined person. I know how to run my studio, but when something breaks and being like, what is going on with source connect? Like it just wasn't working. And then you were just like this calm beacon in the night, just keeping me grounded, helping me out. So thank you for that. That was amazing.
1: You're more than welcome. Aww. And, uh, and, uh, I never thought that, uh, you know, being in this environment. Well, nobody ever thought that we would end up being in this environment. Yeah. And uh, for everything that uh, that all the actors do now, working from home, that uh, you've become engineers.
0: Yeah, and so you are actually physically in the studio, right? You don't ever engineer from home.
1: We uh, we did engineer from home for um, uh, for about a year, about a year, year and a half, and came up with a um, uh, a template design that, uh, allowed us to do what we would do at, at Nick Mm -hmm. at home, but Mm -hmm. because of Source Connect and things like that, um, figured out a way to not only just do one, but we could do multiples. Mm -hmm. So the, um, the largest ensemble that, uh, you know, I've done was 17 people at once. And, uh, the, the workflow allowed us to do that. But it also Does
0: that include producers or no, is that, that was just seventeen talent. talent? Oh my goodness, was that for Loud House or no,
1: that was for Big Nate?
0: Big Nate, oh fun!
1: Yeah, wow, and, it's a and, lot. And uh, but uh, how we were able to do it was because I had the, Arnie the, the, and Ben on the show. By the way, oh, I love Arnie and Ben. <laughs> so fun. Oh. Yeah, yeah, they're a, great people. A duo interview that had to have been very entertaining. It was. We had a good time. <laughs> oh yeah, I can just imagine. Yeah. We have a good time when we're doing that oh, show my too. Bad. Yeah, like they are hilarious. But we're able to do these things because uh, because you know the actors are able to uh, are patient with uh, and go through the, the tech issues and you know anything that comes up. We'll, we'll all get through it as a team. Can't, can't do it without, uh, without everybody being yeah. invested in. It.
0: Wow. And so what does your job look like then? Are you in the studio? Are you, how does it all work?
1: So we are uh, now we're in the studio. Mm-hmm. Our setup is uh, in all three studios, all exactly the same. So everything has consistency through it. And, you know, we walk in, we have our four video or four TV monitors. Everything is very specific on what we have where. So we're able to, um, if I need to step out for a moment, Manny would be able to jump right into my session and not even, not even think about it. Mm-hmm. It would just be, uh, just seamless. Mm. So it is the, the talent signs in. And if it's uh, either one or eight or 12, doesn't matter. For me, um, if we have a, a large ensemble, I let everybody in, uh, let everybody know to please keep their v- cameras off, mm-hmm. mics muted. We'll go through the setup like roll call. Uh-huh. If anybody talks, when they shouldn't be talking, I will send them to their room. It's a breakout room. <laughs> but it's still their room. Uh, and we have fun with it. And we uh, go through all the tech issues. And there's sometimes where you have a large ensemble and somebody's uh, computer goes down or internet issues, and everybody has to sit in the background, which I don't know how um, actors are able to you're in that mode of acting. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden there's tech issues. So now your mm-hmm. your brain goes somewhere completely different. Yeah. It's and, one of the biggest challenges, with recording at home.
0: That and not being able to feel, if you're a kinesthetic person, feel the energy in the room. You're kind of needing to create the energy in a little bit of a different way.
1: Right. And, but you get back into it.
0: Yes, you, you're you constantly having to, right? You have to get back to the story and how can I be of service to the circumstances of the story and be present to that. And it's all, you know, voice acting is very unique because we don't have a lot to go off of. We're just really using our imaginations. And other. oftentimes, we don't even have, like on Rugrats, we don't even have the other actors who right. brought in one at a time. That's how Charlie likes to work. I'm assuming that's a Charlie thing. You know? Um you know, yeah, interesting.
1: Yeah, so you're, you're again, you're able to read the script. There's an intent. You have the voice director yeah. to to help guide through, and, and they're a huge part of that. Yeah, and and then another tech issue happens, and <laughs> you're snapped out of it, and then all of a sudden back in, and and and, 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 and oh no, none no. at all, but you're able to do it. I think I feel that. Um, our job is uh, on the engineering end of it. In a way, there are challenges, but uh, those challenges run in very much in the background. Mm. But for, uh, for actors to be able to form, to perform, yeah. and then something goes out, and then that stress level happens, and, oh, I'm so sorry, and it's like, this is technology. Yeah. You know? And then it gets addressed, and then, okay, go. Wow. Now you're back on. And how you (laughs) do that. (laughs) And and you're always able to to read the story, which I appreciate.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes. It's like entertaining. It
1: is. It is. (laughs) You know, it's uh, uh, I never even knew that the the this job existed Hmm. when I grew up watching cartoons. Uh huh. I just didn't even think that there was a human that's doing this. I just uh-huh. took it as this is just what it is. I never looked into
0: There's it. There is talking cows.
1: They're, they're, absolutely there is.
0: Bears? Uh, a moat. <laughs> I don't know as, where they live, but oh, they live in Hollywood.
1: It's Roger Rabbit. It, uh, aw, yes. Such a good movie. Still holds up. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Sorta.
0: So you've done a lot of mixing for music and sound design. You know, you've produced albums. Have you done some sound design and mixing for cartoons?
1: That I have not done.
0: Seems like yet. it would be a natural fit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh,
1: we'll see. We'll see where uh, where the path takes me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it would be, um, I think it would be a lot of uh, a lot of fun for me. Mm. Uh, but I do love. The energy of being in the session on the recording end of it yeah so my perfect world would be kind of what i'm doing now where i work at nick from you know you know basically nine to six That's and a then i day. go into my studio from you know seven until midnight and then when weekends. do you sleep <laughs> What's that? That's what tea's for.
0: <laughs> this is herbal tea, by the way. <laughs> no
1: caffeine. No caffeine. <laughs> um, you know, I, I do. But you enjoy
0: bit, that pace. But I, you love I, what you do. I, I do.
1: I, I love it. And uh, you know, maybe there'll be a, uh, a time that I get hired to uh, mix an animated show and something that's uh, uh, and maybe it's for a small company that. You know, really is looking for something with quality, Mm. but uh, can't really afford the, you know, the big place Mm -hmm. that maybe they'll come to me and, Mm. you know, we can work out a deal. But it's, but it's foundationally, there's, uh, I think, a lot to still learn. Yeah. And I'm, I'm in it for the, uh, you know, for the journey.
0: Well, it seems like because of your willingness to learn, your path has given you some beautiful opportunities to do just that.
1: Very fortunate.
0: Do you consider yourself a spiritual person?
1: Very much so. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I have, uh, and it's, uh, more and more every day. Mm. I just wake up every day and it's the, uh, trying to be a better version of me Mm -hmm. every day. And, uh, what, uh, what can I do to make life an easier path? For others. For others. Mm-hmm. And that's it. It's, uh, and if I'm able to do that, and I feel that, uh, I mean, there's days that uh, I don't feel like there's any failure. Mm-hmm. I think if you try that there's no, there's, failure is not a, uh, really uh, a word. You only fail when you don't try. Mm-hmm. But if you try
0: mm.
1: no matter how your day goes it's still a success mm. and you know that uh, tomorrow's another day so you go home you wash the day away and then tomorrow's your next journey
0: <laughs> yeah
1: and, you know and just see how it goes oh. and hopefully there's no tech issues <laughs> hopefully not. <laughs>
0: Well, Ryan, it has been such a delight to get to chat with you. You have such a good energy. And thank you for enlightening us into what you what it is you do, your illustrious career. And we'll have to have you back on, too. I feel like there's even more stories.
1: Oh, we'll, we'll we dive could, deep. We could go. We could go <laughs> We time. will dive deep into that. Well, thanks for
0: coming on Alison's Wonderland. <laughs> thank, thank you, you for me. having
1: me. Thank you.
0: And thank you guys so much for watching. This is a two-parter, so I hope you enjoyed. If you missed part one, we'll have links at the bottom. If you missed part two, then that's coming next week, so hold tight. Um, thank you for watching and be sure to subscribe. See you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Allison's Wonderland, where we explore the wild and wonderful world of animation and video games. Please remember to subscribe and leave us a review. For more episodes of Allison's Wonderland, please visit us at www.allisonpacker.com. See you next week.